what have you guys been up to uh, this week? It, since we recorded an episode just a few days ago, it's been a very mm-hmm. short week, but what's new? Mm-hmm. I built my vampires, finally. So I used to have, I had vampires already, um, which was led by, oh, so vampire EDH deck, which was led by Olivia Voldaren herself. And obviously with Crimson Vow coming out, Olivia's the big bad girl in this set. So I was like, nah, let's, let's change to the new Olivia. Um, so what I actually did, um, it's, it's a bit of an interesting way as well, way of doing things. And it actually made it a little bit tougher, but I think the deck is really good. So the original vampire list that I had was, wasn't amazing. It was quite unfocused. It was just like vampire tribal and big vampires and stuff like that. Um, very creature based aggro. Uh, so what I did was I actually bought the Rakdos vampire precon deck from Crimson Vow which was led by Strefan Mora Progenitor or something like that. Um, and what we did was we bought that deck and we kind of just merged the two together, taking out the bad cards from each and putting in the good cards from each. Um, and it, we, haven't, uh, we haven't led it with the new Olivia yet. We did buy the new Olivia, Olivia Crimson Bride or something. Yeah. Um, we did buy her, but we thought we'd try it with Strefan as the commander just because we haven't fully made the Olivia list la- a list yet, sorry. Um, we haven't fully made the Olivia list, so it's it's kind of more uh, more of like a blood token payoff deck uh, mm. with, with the pre-con itself. So we thought we'd try it with Strefan first, and it did really well. It was a really cool deck. Um, yeah, we basically took out a bunch of the bad vampire cards uh, from the pre-con and a bunch of the bad ca- uh, cards in general from the pre-con and chucked in all the good ones that we already had in Olivia, um, and yeah, so it, it's, it's become a pretty nifty deck and I'm looking forward to playing it more. It's a that lot more interactive. Yeah. 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 And I do think that now that blood tokens are a thing, I think that it's actually, a, it's a very cool mechanic and it does mm-hmm. give vampire decks something more than just aggro. It's really cool with both Strefan and Olivia as the commander, because obviously Olivia reanimating things, you you can get a bit of value out of using your blood tokens to discard and draw because you can discard big vampire threats that you can cheat out later with Olivia. Mm-hmm. Um, with Strafan as a commander, it's kind of the same thing, except he's a bit more into the whole blood tokens thing because he has basically the same ability, but instead you have to sacrifice two blood tokens to reanimate them, I think, or yeah. it's when, you're atta- when you attack with Strafan or something like that. So they're very similar cards, but Olivia's just a bit cooler. <laughs> So, so do you run both, uh, is it Strefan and Olivia Crimson Bride in the deck and like have it as yes. a kind of alternate commander option? Yes, that's what we're planning to do. We're going to probably plan to run it mainly as Olivia uh, and then run Strefan in the main deck. Um, but yeah, like the it, it's been really cool so far and I'm looking forward to see how, how it fares. And uh, yeah, it's a brand new deck for the for the play, play group that's... I think Olivia was probably the least played deck in our group because we just didn't play her much. She wasn't yeah. very interactive or very good. Now I think she's like really powerful. So looking forward to that. What do you guys think of um, having alternate commanders? It's something that I picked up from because yeah. they do it in all the pre-cons. They tend to always provide an, mm-hmm. another on-color legendary creature, which you could use as an alternate commander. And it's something that I have started... Well, I pretty much do with all of my commander decks. Mm. Um, I like to have that option. Uh, just to switch up games, it can, it can kind of feel like it's one and a half decks 
in a way, like one and a half different decks. Like if, if, yeah. you, if you're only playing one yeah. deck through the night, switching the commander can give you a different game plan, can make it feel less repetitive. I think it's a good idea because as, 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 as you know, like with a commander deck, the commander is like the most... Uh, it's the most available card in your deck. You always have it. Your deck, your deck is always going to revolve around it most of the time. So, it, you know, having access to a different card uh, can change. Yeah, it can change the game and the deck completely. Because um, I'm thinking, like, for your Taser decks, Sarah, you've got a bunch of different Tasers, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have all so, three. like, you have all three. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I can't remember what the other two Tasers do. But like, how would how much would your deck change if you switch to one of those? I guess it would still be fine, but I don't think I don't think it would would be as good with either of them. They're both yeah. good, but they're mainly in there because I wanted all the tastes in the deck. <laughs> I think, especially with um, oh, I call her Big Tay. I don't actually know what her name <laughs> don't is. Don't know what her actual name is. The Big Seven Man <laughs> she... one. Yeah, what does Big Tasty do again? <laughs> Doesn't she have I think like? She just has protection. She has protection from creatures. Yeah, which is really powerful in itself. Doesn't she? She has another ability. I feel. Yeah, she, I think she does. But one sec. What's her? Is it Orzov Scion or is that the no, little it's one? Envoy of no, ghosts. No, that's 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 Baby Taser. That's Baby Tay. Or Lil Tay. Baby Tay. Lil Tay. No, Tay Sakarlov is Tay Bay. Yeah, so that's Tay Bay. Orzov Scion is Lil Tay, and then oh, okay. Taser Envoy of Ghosts is Big Tay. Obviously. I see. So you've got Tebe, Lil Tay, <laughs> if Tosa became and a rapper. You sound like bad rap <laughs> names. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like, you know, in, um... in Pokemon X and Y, when you start the game with all your rivals and they're like, can we have a nickname for you? And the automatic options are like Big N or Little N. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. She has a great other ability. I can't believe I forgot this. Um, whenever a creature deals combat damage to you, destroy that creature oh, and put God, a one-one yeah. white and black spirit creature with token with flying onto the battlefield. Okay, so now thinking about it, that's an insane commander. Like, yeah. <laughs> slam that down. You kind of just taken over. Well, it depends. Um, so what I think is so good about swapping out your commanders is is the versatility that it gives you but it doesn't work with all kinds of decks yeah um the taser deck uh i actually you know uh, i don't think that it would be uh just fine without taser i think that taser's ability taser karlov's ability your main commander uh is if a creature dying causes a triggered ability of a permanent you control to trigger that ability triggers an additional time and creature tokens you control have vigilance and lifelink and Mm -hmm. so she doubles all of your death triggers um which the the deck doesn't rely on taser taser just makes the strategy work better so she's what i would call an enhancing commander which i do think is the best kind of commander lord Wingrace that sam plays is similar Wingrace is not essential for the deck to work but he just makes it a little bit better yeah he's more of a value train um and so what you you know the your line of thinking could be that if you're gonna play in a pod which is very aggressive uh perhaps you switch to taser envoy of ghosts um, because it has protection from creatures and it makes it a lot harder for your opponents to attack you. Um, you and so you envoy. kind of, you can, 
Sorry? You say envoy? Yeah, envoy. Is that how you say it? Yes. E-N-V-O-Y? Yeah. Oh. I didn't know that. I thought it was envoy. Well, I have said it with confidence, but I'm going to Google it now. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like envoy has always been the word. envoy as well, but I just assume that if Josh is saying it a different way that I'm probably wrong. Nah, Josh is dumb. Oh yeah, no, he is dumb. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay, fine. Yeah, you guys are right. In Brit- the British pronunciation is envoy. The American pronunciation is envoy. Ha, uh, you're American. Yeah, you're American. Well, <laughs> I feel great now. <laughs> see, see you've got to challenge it all the time, Sarah. Yeah, you do. Because whenever I say anything... Whether it's right or wrong, I say it with complete confidence. So it is always <laughs> worth challenging anything I say, even if it, if, yeah, it, even if I sound it's really, really confident. Tra- <laughs> it's really hard when it's me challenging it because you just you think I'm stupid. So you don't even like if I'd have just said I think you're saying it wrong. I don't even think you'd have looked it up. You'd have gone, no, I'm obviously right. Ooh. Like Ooh, we wouldn't have even got to this point. It's only because Sammy said the same thing. That you're like, oh, okay, maybe, maybe there's a chance I'm wrong. So I'm just gonna like get Sammy involved every time I think you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, so I can't remember what we were talking about, but it was um, Taser. Yeah. So yeah, well, you were saying that Taser is an enhancer, Lord. Yes, is is, an enhancer. enhances the strategy, and so uh, you can kind of react to your play group on the night. Um, and you could use Taser, but then if it's a very uh, if you're going into an aggressive game, uh, then you might want to play Envoy of Ghosts. But then you've got to think, uh, but you know it's uh, it's a seven mana card and blah blah blah. And it's, it's, yeah, it's I tricky. actually would argue that Did you just still say you it can't wrong? really cha- change your commander, Sarah, because your commander makes all of your afterlife creatures like way better. But in yeah. reality, those creatures suck by themselves. <laughs> Like by themselves without Taser, I just don't think they're very good. Like the, you know, just a one one two makes a one one. Like I don't know. Only... I don't know because against yeah. a creature deck, um, yeah. Like each afterlife creature is two blockers, um, or more, and that gives you. And in commander, you have enough time to resolve your seven mana commander, and then it's just like protection from creatures and if you get dealt combat damage you make more blockers and you destroy like i i do think this that that is something you could do in commander Mm. um another example is the pirates deck that i created uh so at the helm is admiral beckett brass which makes it so that if i deal combat damage to one player with three pirates then on the on my end step i get to take control of a permanent that that player controls um and this is an enhancing strategy because my game plan of hitting people with pirates is still the same um beckett brass just makes it so that i get that additional ability it's just gravy basically um in a heavily control matchup um the deck gets a lot worse because it's difficult to hit one player with three creatures if everybody's playing control and so i tend to switch to marchesa the dusk rose mm. um which has dethrone and uh gives all of my other creatures dethrone and makes it so that when a creature with a 1-1 counter on it dies it returns to the battlefield at the next end step so that's really good against control decks mm. um mm-hmm. because it gives me built-in recursion and benefit it, it 
rewards me for attacking the player with the highest life. Um, And so it does depend on the strategy that your commander takes. If if, If your commander is an enhancing commander, then alternate commanders are super fun. You can kind of, if you really want to win, or if you just want to switch up your game style, you can react to how the knight's going, react to the pod that you're playing in. Um, however, if you're playing something like, um, so Jordan in our playgroup has an Essika God of the World tree. Is that the name of the card? Um, something like that, yeah. And it, that's a that's a very specific combo deck that relies on the Prismatic Bridge and you couldn't really sub it out. Yeah. Hmm. Wouldn't really work. Um, same with, uh, I guess, Morophon in the Eldrazi deck. That revolves around the Fist of Suns, Joda, Archmage, Eternal yeah. com- combo uh, with Morophon. And so without Morophon, that's basically two dead cards in the deck. And, and so it's mm. not so good to swap out. Uh, but if you, if you feel that... If you think your commander is an enhancing commander, i.e. the deck works the same without it, the commander just makes everything better, uh, then that's the perfect candidate for a deck to add in an alternate commander that maybe is better in aggressive matchups, better in control matchups, so that you can kind of respond and make sure that you're not just playing uh, a dead deck. Yeah. Are there any other examples in our playgroup of decks that have alternate commanders? Um, I don't think, not in my other two. Technically, I've never played with another commander for Akiri, but you could definitely swap it out quite easily. Mm. Um, you could definitely run the Togo-Arden partner combo that's in there. Well, not a combo, <laughs> but like, yeah. you could definitely run them as a partner commander. Um, there's Wyleth, which was the original commander from the Wyleth mm. precon, which I then upgraded into Akiri herself. Um, Aurelia's in there as well. Like, There's a bunch of just good commanders in there. Mm-hmm. Um, Wyleth would just be more of like a, a Voltron-y beatdown commander, so I wouldn't really want to play with him. He'd probably be quite good, but I wouldn't. I don't really particularly like him as a commander. Akira's yeah. more of a uh, have a few more creatures that are all attached kind of thing. Aurelia is also a very good commander. She's the one that um, from the most recent Ravnica set, uh, or maybe not the most recent, but um, the one the four mana Aurelia that gives a creature vigilance if it's white and i think trample if it's red and it gets mm-hmm. plus two plus zero so if you run yeah. like red white creatures they get vigilance trample plus two plus zero which is really nice um yeah so there's there's a bunch of alternate commanders for her i think or for akiri would be interesting what about that run. vampires deck that you've just built when would oh, you gosh, yeah. substitute the commander is one commander better than the other in different See, matchups this is the thing so I think Olivia is probably worse than Strefan, just because Strefan's cheaper and he has a similar ability and he, he's able to utilize blood tokens a bit more. But Olivia's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> Which is genuinely yeah. the only reason why it's pink she's being ran as the commander, because like her artwork on the card is amazing and she's just a, yep. she's just yeah. a cool badass character. And she was the original commander of the deck, so it feels bad to let someone else take command, you know? Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> I mean, I get that too. I definitely build commanders for rule of cool. Um, yeah, I is there... the the monks yeah. deck, the Jeskai? Or well, not monks? I guess it's just no. I guess it is monks. Just Jeskai monks prowess deck. Um, mm. And there are a bunch of amazing candidates for the commander. There. Yeah. 
Kaikar Wind's Fury is great. Elsha the Infinite is in the deck and is uh, amazing. Um, and then there's the Narset creature, Narset Enlightened Master or something, God, the yeah. creature, which, which mm. is really good too. Um, but I play Shu Yun the Silent Tempest um, because it's a cool card. <laughs> he is cool. <laughs> the rest of them are in the deck, I think, but Shu Yun's cool. You have Narset in that deck? Yeah, I think so. What? Um, let me, let That's me, crazy. Let me have a look. I feel like that Narset's quite expensive. I might be wrong, though. Narset Enlightened Master. Yeah, that is in the deck. Wow, okay. Ooh. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Who? I'm, which well, one? I'm pretty sure okay, it yeah. is. I, I know um, Elsha oh, is wait. in there. Is it? I think it is. Um, but, so Narset is in Narset Enlightened Master is insanely good in Commander. Mm. Um, if you have it as your commander and you run a big spells deck, all you've got to do is attack with it, and you can cast massive spells for free. Mm-hmm. Um, which is which is just so strong. In this deck, you're lucky if you get like two or three one mana spells because it's a cantripy <laughs> deck. So it's actually really not very good, but it's still in there because it's cool. It is cool. I like that deck. I've never actually used it before. I don't think. It's I good fun. Probably, yeah, I should try it out. Yeah, it is fun. Um, yeah, I'm a big fan of, of alternate commanders. Now, speaking of vampires, mm-hmm. um, I um, so I decided to jump into limited in uh, Crimson Vow. Okay, how's that been yeah. going? Um, well, I started my first draft about 30 minutes ago. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Very nice. Uh, so all I've done is pick the cards. I haven't played a game with it yet. But um, I packed uh, Olivia Crimson Bride. Oh, for God's sake. Um, oh, my God. Uh, Olivia's Attendance. Oh, the, man. The yeah, six the... mana red rare, which is insanely strong. And strong. the demon that copies itself. What the f- What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. That's insane. Oh, Sammy yeah. So I, I, have, I have all three of those rares in the deck. That's and really good. Yeah, and I've got like quite uh, like there's some there's some great cards. So there's the there's the, the two mana um, witch that transforms if you discard a card. Yeah, sounds um, good. Yeah. Tons of ways to make blood. The wedding security, which uh, is great with blood tokens, lets you draw cards. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of Voldaren Epicures, so there's enough cheap creatures, uh, and yeah, it's like a blood-heavy deck with three bombs, like three really S-tier bombs. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to playing it. Yeah, um, if you if you yeah. honestly like the amount of games that I kind of cheated with that demon card, because basically the way I played that, because I, I pulled that demon as well, the one that copies itself, and the way I played those games was, all right, I'm just not gonna attack. <laughs> I'm just going to play really defensively and block their big attackers. And then I got down to, like, turn seven, and I hadn't taken any damage because I'd just been using up all my creatures. And I played, I, well, not all of them, but like I had, like, a, a couple creatures on board, and they had a huge board. And I was just like, all right, I'm going to slam the demon down, make two six sixes, and then, like, next turn, like, it, ju- it just snowballs from there. Yeah. And if you, as long as you can survive, like, you, you really have to think, like, if I, I just have to play into this, have drawing this demon... And uh, yeah, so you kind of you kind of sort of make like a control deck with it. Um, it plays a lot like a control deck or an ideal version of that one. So yeah, that's that's really cool. I'm looking forward to that. 
Yeah, I, got I the expect bombs. to see you go seven zero. I hope so. I mean, it's my first draft, and I just don't really know the format very well. So yeah. I, it's a really good deck, and I'm kind of like, oh man, I kind of want to. So I've done a premier draft, and I kind of want to break off, do a bunch of traditional drafts to practice <laughs> yeah. the format, so that yeah. I can do this deck justice. Because I'll be really gutted if I just if I if I mess it yeah. up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can't cling on to drafts like that. Like you got to just jump in and play. Yeah, like I, I got some lucky it. pulls. Um, I got like a bunch of great blood support, not a whole lot of great removal. Um, I'm not seeing a whole lot of great removal. It seems like cheap removal is very small, like one mm-hmm. or two bits of damage. And expensive removal is like five, six mana in this format. Yeah, the format definitely plays like that. There's not there's not very much cheap removal at all. Yeah, um, there's no like ch- just, I haven't seen any three mana kill spells or anything. Yeah, the only, no only one I can think of is Hero's Downfall, which is one black black. Um, mm. It's all. It's, all of the good removal is in black. There's there's a there's like two pieces of removal in white that I can think of, which is the there's the two mana destroy an attacking creature, which mm. cleaves for six mana, which cleaves out the attacking part of yeah. the text. So it's just mm. destroy target creature for six mana. There's also Sigarda's imprisonment, which really I really don't like that card because it's a three mana enchantment removal, which is usually quite good in limited, but the problem with enchantment removal is that. A lot of decks can run exploit and things like that. It's just it just it's really easy to sacrifice your creatures. Um, yeah. So yeah, the Sigarda's imprisonment is not the best of removal. And yeah, the rest of the good removal cards are in black and red. <laughs> like you've got the a braid and you've got um, lacerate flesh, etc. And, yeah. and rending rending flame or whatever it's called. Those are all the good red ones. And then all the black ones, you've got like a the minus 13 or minus 11 minus 11 card and and things like that yeah there's um it's quite a lot more expensive and and better removal in black and the other card the other colors just don't have it unfortunately yeah that is what it seems i I do feel like my deck is a little light on removal but i'm hoping Mm. that i can just out bomb my opponents yeah that's the plan Uh, i think being able to like play bomb after bomb after bomb and then recur my bombs Mm -hmm. and just like I may not have a whole lot of removal, but if I have more and better bombs than them, hopefully that'll just carry me. Yeah, I think that's what's hmm. going to happen. But we'll see. We'll see. Um, and I wanted to I wanted to talk about this because uh, so there's been some people talking online, especially with the Crimson Vow limited format as it is, uh, complaining about cards being printed into limited. Um, that okay. just win you the game when they come down. If they're if they're unanswered, yeah, uh, they they just win you the game. Uh, and there have been people complaining about this. You know, it takes the skill out of the game uh, if you just pack one, pick one, get this busted rare, and then if you resolve it, it's just game over. Mm. Mm. Um, what do you guys think of cards like that in Magic? Do you think that that's bad play design? But is that I just in limited know. or? For, for I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say in limited because I don't. But let's say constructed as well. What do you think of cards that just hit the battlefield and then if they're not answered, the the you're just gonna win the game that way? Well, do you for think constructed, kind of... for, first of all, for constructed, I think those kinds of cards. I mean, those cards exist very, very heavily, and it. It's not a matter of like you need to answer this straight away. That's it, that's just how standard or that's how constructed works. Is that you know if you leave a threat going too long, if you don't if you don't interact with it, 
you're going to lose a game, and that's honestly just how you yeah. lose most yeah. stand, stand, like constructed games. So that that's I don't care about that. I think in limited, obviously, it's a lot more difficult because you do, for example, in this set, you don't have a lot of removal. Um, the best thing I can think of, Averbrook Caretaker, which is the six mana werewolf with hexproof. There's only one card that deals with that in the entire format, and it's a rare. And that card is by invitation only, which is the sacrifice board wipe. Um, each player sacrifices X creatures. That's literally the only way you can get rid of Averbrook Caretaker, which is quite ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and and yeah, Averbrook Caretaker does just snowball as well. Like it will just win you the game eventually um, if you don't deal with it as soon as. So I can agree with that sentiment of it being a bit ridiculous and limited. Um, I would say like the Caretaker is probably the best card in limited. Uh, this mm-hmm. limited format just because of the <laughs> yeah there's one rare card in in white as well that deals yeah. with it um so just uh i'm just going to read it out so that people mm-hmm. know our caretaker is four green green for a four four human werewolf it has hexproof and at the beginning of combat on your turn put two one one counters on another target creature you control and it has day bound so mm-hmm. the night bound side is a 6-6 werewolf with hexproof and other permanents you control have hexproof and <laughs> at the beginning of combat on your turn put two 1-1 one, one counters on each creature you control so, um, so it is yeah it's a, it's a huge unanswerable i mean because it has hexproof that's what sam was talking about there's no way to target it and kill it yeah the only way you can do it is either with a board wipe uh which i guess I don't think I've seen any. In there the isn't set. any, except for by um, invitation only. And yeah, by invitation only makes you sacrifice it, and that, that is uh, the only way to answer it. I think there is another board wipe card, but it's the one that's like, I think it's got cleave, and it's like, um, I think it's for mana value two or less or something like mm-hmm. that. I can't remember which one it is. Um, but yeah, maybe that, I can't remember which one, maybe that deals with it as well. I can't remember exactly. But um yeah, it, it, either way, it's just it's pretty much impossible to get rid of. Yeah. The, the stars have so to align. Let's take this card then. This, you know, it's just uh, it's super strong. It can win you a game nearly entirely by itself because mm. it's just so mm. powerful. Uh, and it's almost impossible to answer in this format. Um, what do you think of this play design? Do you think that is you know just have a card which is unanswerable and wins you the game on the spot is just bad play design because um, th- that's what people are saying uh, and what are your thoughts on that i but i think it's two don't... different things because in limited yeah that's well this card is actually pr- pretty ridiculous in any circumstance but mm. i guess the isn't the question more like should every set just be designed really balanced and have a mix of everything because if there was a couple of board wipes or sacrifice things in this set then it wouldn't be as big of a deal mm-hmm. so should ev- like should every set just have like a staple amount of things that it has to print i think but you're on the right boring. tracks yeah because i think you're on the right tracks because that's what i was trying to get at originally was that in constructed you know most sort of bomb threats are answered because you have also you've also they also print the answers to cards you've got things like yeah like even oko well, actually no oko didn't even have an answer to be fair I was, was going to say you could use Fry for Oko, but Fry doesn't yeah, even bloody work. Yeah, Oko outsized Fry. God, that was so that was stupid, stupid, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, aside from Oko, you know, most other bomb cards, like even Aaron's Epiphany, 
Um, we've now got things like Wash Away and you've got... Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, Generally, they, they do print answers to these cards and that's either something they should also consider for limited is that when they when they release the set maybe find like sorry print a few more ways to deal with for example alphabet caretaker maybe maybe print like a black common that says an opponent sacrifices a creature or something like that i don't know and um yeah i think you're on the right track sarah that i think bomb res are fine but they just need to print more interaction with those bomb res because this set this limited set is quite low on interaction i would say so i think that's where most of that conversation has sparked from because like when yeah. they play test obviously they play test it in different formats right mm. but they definitely play test it in limited mm-hmm. yeah so did, and we like we've had this conversation before about do they not understand do they play test differently <laughs> to how people actually play magic because like how yeah. did nobody go huh every time this comes down that person just wins there's nothing we can do about it i also think though like it's one of those things where it is part of the design of that card to win because you know you're paying yeah. six mana for this bomb rare card that you've it's a mythic that you only get really like one in three chances per pack i'm not sorry that's not yeah, right but like you only get true. one one of these most of the time and it's kind of like well if you if you do draft this if you feel lucky enough to draft this and you get to play it like you should just be able to win it would be lame if you didn't mm-hmm. so yeah, it's, it's kind of hard of to find the balance yeah part of the experience you are thinking along the right lines, Sam. And the reason I brought this up is because um, somebody posed the question to Mark Rosewater, and he gave a response which surprised me and made me think, uh, made me realise that the, we don't give the play design team enough credit. Mm. Um, so his response to paraphrase, uh, and this is on Blogatog, I think, somewhere, or maybe it was on his uh, his his podcast, uh, but um, he said that. Bomb rares like this, like Arborbrick Caretaker, are put into sets because limited is a very high skill format. As you as you guys may remember, when you are new to drafting, it's like it's exhausting it's yeah. doing a draft, and that's just picking I'm still your cards. New to drafting. Um, and then you've got to play. Yeah, and, and then you've got to play, and you don't know what your deck is or how your card. Like, mm-hmm. you, you have to. You have to know the set you have to know how to build a deck and then you have to know how to play the deck and it is a lot and it's a very it is a very high skill format like the ceiling is super high with Mm -hmm. limited um having some cards in a set which are just immediate picks and kind of like if you resolve it and you play reasonably well with it um you just win the game is really beneficial for low skill or new players uh, because it gives them a chance. If they, if the whole set was of even power level and it was, you know, purely based on skill, new players would just n- it would take such a long time for them to see any success in limited. Yeah. Whereas yeah, somebody who's completely new, somebody who knows the very basics of magic, could pull an Arborbrook caretaker and has a fairly good chance of winning with it, even if they don't play optimally. And that mm-hmm. is the purpose of such broken cards in limited uh it's to make it so that there is an element of no matter how good or bad you are at the game you can still get lucky and build a good enough deck to win and that element needs to be there to avoid putting new players off yeah i agree i think the enjoyability yeah. of a format is dependent on that exactly like mm-hmm. new players yeah, imagine how yeah. excited you'd be if you pulled that exactly yeah yeah, like it's yeah. It, it it brings people back to the format. So yeah, I I mm-hmm. agree with Mark Rosewater's uh, answer there, and I think yeah. um, 
Yeah, it should be. It's tailored for new players, which is a good thing. It's a good thing. Yes. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, If you want to play, you know, pure skill-based draft, well, that's Magic's just not the game for it. Magic is not the game for uh, wanting Mm. to always just outskill your opponent. A a lot of it does come down to luck. It is. That's okay. That makes it more fun, I think. Mm -hmm. I I agree completely. Yeah. Mm. Um, so the reason I've been getting into Limited, by the way, is because um, I've just arrived in Crete. So I've been in Athens for a little while, and I'm going to be spending the winter in Crete. Mm-hmm. Now, in Athens, and in most parts of the world, to be honest, there is no Magic the Gathering. It's not a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I didn't bring any Magic cards with me for that reason. However, there is one <gasps> Magic the Gathering store. Oh my gosh! One, one game <laughs> store in uh, Heraklion in Crete. Uh, they have oh, a Facebook so cool. group with like 300 members, and they have events on literally every day. Um, and I am so excited to just go and vibe and play some Paper Magic with some new people. Um, that sounds really cool. Oh, that's yeah, I'm really excited about it. Uh, I haven't Wait. been yet, but because I only arrived yesterday and I've been a bit, a little bit busy. But I'm definitely gonna spend some time there while I'm here. Uh, yeah. But I didn't. I don't have any cards with me. What language would the cards be in? The cards are in English. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know if they'd be printed in a different language or anything. As far yeah. as I can tell. Uh, and they still, you know, it's a proper local game store. They have the, uh, like, promos and promo packs, like oh, the Worm wow, Coil Engine so cool. and Coco uh, competition that was on last week. They yeah. have access to all of that. Um, yeah. And so I, I'm really looking forward to checking it out. But of course, I don't have any of my own cards. Um, and so all I can really do is either try and find a friendly pod of commander players who would be willing to let me borrow one of their decks, or mm. show up and draft. Yeah, I mean, you should mm. you should like blog it. I think I think it'd be really interesting. Blog it. Or, or yeah, like like you know, write up your experience of being in a Greek local game store. Yeah, different a different local game store. Okay. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. I didn't think there was an angle there, but maybe. I'll maybe think not. about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, of course, you know, th- there is one dedicated store on the whole of Crete, so I, I-, I want to show up and make a damn fool of myself. I've got to practice some <laughs> limited <laughs> so that I can go yeah. in and, and sh- represent the UK. Yeah, um, win the whole thing. Yeah, win, win the whole thing. Bring it home. But they se- it seems like they have drafts on every single day. Um, what? So and cool. they tend yeah they have more they only have standard once a week the rest of the time it's commander and modern um mm. so it seems like it's more of a modern store uh yeah a lot, a lot of stores are i think LGS. yeah yeah mm-hmm. um yeah it's fairly common it's, our lgs is a little bit exceptional in being a mainly well they're not even standard they're just commander now mostly commander yeah yeah, yeah. i think that's a post-pandemic thing though yeah, because mm-hmm. they weren't they weren't before they no, were yeah. fully standard before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was when a, when a rotation happened during the pandemic. I think that took a lot of people out of standard. Yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to checking this place out. Uh, I just need to. Uh, well, I guess limited is the only thing I can play there. So I, you know, I'm gonna be that cool guy who goes in, plays limited, and then just <laughs> gives away his rares because I can't keep them. <laughs> nice. Um, well, you could probably keep yeah. them for the time that you're in Crete, right? Yeah, but then what am I going to do with them? You could sell them. 
Yeah. 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 I guess they could sell them back to the store or. Yeah, you could get or, like a little. Yeah. Folder or something, and then just sell them or <laughs> give them when you leave. And and that's just how. Immediately give them away. Think about the potential for profit. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go back to the run in seven conversation. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's a little excessive. I think rather than trying to draft enough that I generate not only enough cards to even be worth selling, but enough cards to profit on top of buying a, like <laughs> a, a, a binder for them, um, I, I may as well just give them away I mean, to the people that I play that I like. The, the, so the, if you're listening yeah. to this podcast and you live in Crete, then I'm going to show up at the store, be nice to me, Otherwise, I won't give you my cards. Also, like, Heraklion, not just Crete, the whole island. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know how like, many magic stores there are there's, here. Yeah, but there's more, than one, one. There's, there's more than one place on an entire island. <laughs> Even if there's not more than one place that plays magic. Like, it's, it's Heraklion, right? That's where the store is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah that, that's nice. Because Sarah came to visit me um, a few weeks ago. And we played some Paper Commander. And it felt really good. Like after not Aww. playing magic, uh, paper magic for now the longest period since I started playing magic, uh, since I've been traveling, it felt really good to play some paper commander. There's something just, oh, that, there's something yeah. special about over the table magic um, that you just can't, I don't feel like you can get anywhere else. That has put a lot of perspective into my head of how often I play Commander and Paper Magic now. Because I've realised since we started playing Magic, I haven't gone like more than a couple of weeks at a time not playing mm-hmm. it. That's yeah. crazy. Oh my god. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm putting uh, Standard down for a little bit. I'm going to mm. play a little bit of Limited. It's limited. That's good. But speaking well. of Standard, I have adapted um, my deck. I've adapted my strategy a little bit. So you guys yeah. know I've been practicing with mono blue delver mm-hmm. um but i've been struggling because hullbreaker horror is super popular in standard at the moment and i just have no answer to it yeah. so i have gone into demir delver um pretty mm-hmm. much the same deck except i have swapped out some of the weaker counter spells for kill spells nice yeah, so okay. a couple of uh, Infernal Grasp, a Power Word Kill, and a Blood Chief's Thirst. And I think that's literally it. Um, I like it. Because, yeah, I, I want to keep the snow count up. Um, so it's still all snow swamps, which makes the mana difficult. Because it's just snow swamps and the snow blue-black jewel, which comes the in tapped. Lands, yeah. Um, which, yeah, does make it difficult. And there are other considerations, like I'm thinking about playing Narfi. Um, as just a recurrable three mana oh, yeah. threat from the graveyard against control, maybe maybe it's a sideboard card. If if I can get it into my graveyard, which I normally can with like considers and and uh, suspicious stowaway and stuff, you know, I've mm. wasted discard it. So I'm thinking about the brew, um, but yeah, I literally just it slightly improves the matchup against mono white, and it does give you access to better board wipes than just consuming tide. Mm. Um, and it's the only way to answer a Hullbreaker Horror. Yeah, fair so enough. Feels like a good shift, but we'll see. I'm pretty early on in my testing. That's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Hmm. I don't think Demir is the right... Like, if you were thinking about going away from Mono Blue, I think Is It Delver is a lot better. Mm. Um, I even think Blue White Delver um, could be pretty good. Um, 
but I really like Demir. <laughs> I just really like the colours. So Demir is there are they are cool colours, yeah. Mm. Okay, so it's gone into more of like a control shell, I'd say. Yes, yeah, it is. It's still similar game plan, which is get a threat onto the battlefield and then never let your opponent resolve another spell. Mm. Um, but now it just has a couple of kill spells instead, um, which, yeah. yeah, maybe makes that a little bit harder. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, you know, I, I'm experimenting with it because the old deck is just, it's this is not the meta for yeah. a deck that can only, that, that only runs counter spells as answers. Fair enough. Fair enough. What about you, Sarah? What have you been up to? Uh, well, I missed a couple of FNMs for Commander, but I have been playing a little bit of Arena. I'm playing like a... I have no rare wild cards. <laughs> Is it Dragons Auron's Epiphany type deal, which has no epiphanies in it? As opposed some to, dragons. As opposed to Money Tribal, you're playing Moneyless Tribal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it has it, so it has goldspan dragon in it because I already had goldspan dragon cuz yeah. It was in another deck of mine and then I had like two two mythic or rare wild cards uh for smoldering egg. Mm-hmm. I think and then the rest rares. is just the rest is just what I could build from red and blue cells I already yeah. had. But it does pretty well. I mean, actually. it is fairly well placed. It's um, yeah. Blue, I mean, it's it's running blue. Like running blue in standard right now seems to be the wave. Like blue is just very powerful at the moment. I think. Um, yeah, you've got like blue based decks, and then you've obviously got your aggro decks as well. But yeah, so that's that's pretty cool. Red yeah, blue dragons seems super fun at the moment. Yeah, it is it's, fun. I mean, yeah. dragons are just fun. Um, dragons. But I have been told uh, by Josh that I'm a bad winner on arena because i'm really i'd like (laughs) so i wouldn't actually be mean to the people if i was face to face with them but i'm quite mean to them (laughs) on arena like i'm just talking though because you can't obviously chat or anything on arena but i'm just mean to them you're the reason why sarah like trashes (laughs) her opponents (laughs) god now i wish there was like chat logs and stuff i'd love to see sarah but i wouldn't Actually, but if they could toxic. hear me, I wouldn't actually be mean to them. I just, I'm not really mean to them. Like, I always laugh when people scoop because it just makes me feel a bit powerful. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh huh, yeah. And I just, but I wouldn't, like, I play with people, you know, like when we play Commander, and I'm, I'm nice. Right? Mm-hmm. No, actually. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's to you guys. You and you are guys are yeah, nice to, to, to me. When we, play, when we play Paper Magic together, <laughs> you are definitely a trash talker. Yeah. <laughs> but I am, I am like... I'm a good... I'm a really good loser, though. Like, I'm fine when I lose. I'm yeah, not like... I feel like I'm the better... I'm the better way around. I'm a bad winner, but I'm a good loser. And I think that's yeah. better than being a good loser... A good winner and a bad loser. That's fair, yeah. Because that's just awkward, yeah. right? When people get like overly salty yeah, about being like, a bad salty. losing, is, is, makes yeah, it very uncomfortable. You just kind of, you just like, you look around and you're like, oh god. But if I'm just being a bit of a dick, then that's fine. I, I agree with that. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that, Sarah. You're very good at losing. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Sammy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so this segues nicely onto the next thing that I want to ask. It's off the back of a tweet 
that I sent out this morning, uh, asking people to send in their questions for the podcast or, mm-hmm. or give us a topic to talk about. Sarah tweeted to us. <laughs> well, um, I felt bad because nobody uh, else that should, did. That we should talk about the 10 reasons why Sarah is the best player in our playground. Mm. Oh, no, no, that was, that was that, me as a No, joke. that wasn't, yeah. I said, let's talk about why I'm the best member of our playgroup. Sammy then tried to be funny. Try to be? It was hilarious. (laughs) Okay, regardless. um, Now, of course, we're not going to entertain the idea that Sarah is the best player in our playgroup because that's ridiculous. But what do you guys think you are best at in our playgroup? I think I'm the favourite person in our playgroup. Favourite of what? What does that mean you're the best at? No, I'm just. You said it was ridiculous. I would be the best, but you think, I think... you think you. So if you think you think if we did a poll on who is your mm-hmm. favorite in the playgroup, you think you'd win. Yeah. You would forge the polls. You'd you'd run like a campaign. <laughs> you <laughs> might like... get a pity vote from Jordan. You would. And... You would. Play... No, no. Jordan would. Jordan would be the one. He's the one I'm most unsure about. <laughs> oh, he's the only person who I think might vote for you. I don't Maddie even think would you would vote for you. Maddie would vote for me. You would you would bribe our little brothers with like food. That's true. To yeah. get you votes. Yeah, that's that's fine. Yeah, yeah I, exactly. I could campaigning. I could win the votes of the, the your little brothers. Okay. And I think Maddie would vote for me because if we're talking in the realms of F and M, like that's true. Like you do guys. Sammy do kiss each other's Sammy ass. annoys Sammy annoys Maddie when we play magic. <laughs> <laughs> like obviously. Sammy would be Mad- Maddie's favourite person out of all of us, but I reckon well. out of our in the specifics of our playgroup, I don't annoy her. We're really nice to each other. We often team up. It's great. You um, not often team up. <laughs> it is literally only uh, you only ever team up with each other. Yeah, you team up every game. <laughs> well, we don't even like. I don't actually know the last time I played in a pod with Maddie. Mm-hmm. To be fair, that's fair actually. Yeah. So um, what I'm taking from this is that you're the craftiest player in the playgroup. The sneakiest. I'll take that. Which is yeah, which is yeah. fair. Like you, you do you're tend good at the politics. to like yeah, you'll you'll play politics. You will bribe people with snacks to get your way in the game, um, <laughs> which I guess what? makes up for your lack of skill. <laughs> when I, I'm gonna ignore that. But um, <laughs> when I was like younger. Like I have, I have been told a few times in my life that I should go into politics for those reasons. So, I guess that's great that I'm using him for magic. So that's the that's definitely the politics I'd rather be in. That's true. Um, yeah. I am actually also very good at magic. Thank you very much. I beat you the other day. This is true. Sarah has won a game of magic against me. The other the day, <laughs> I've beat you many times in the years we've been playing, but sure, I beat sure, you the sure. other day. Sure, sure, sure. Um, <laughs> Uh, Sam, what do you think you are the best at? Oh gosh, um, at the, I'm the best out of our playgroup. Um, I actually think Sammy is the best in our playgroup for skill. Yeah, like overall magic ability. I I would say that I think Sammy is the best. I'm a bit of a nerd. I asking, yeah, I was asking Sammy because <laughs> it would have been really difficult for him to say that. Yeah, I, I feel um, like yeah, I don't so want to my own. That's, that's... <laughs> but statistically <What's>... speaking. <laughs> <laughs> Statistics. <laughs> Sisters, have you done the? Have you got the statistics? 
I've made it to Mythic a couple times. I think that's fairly yeah. impressive. No, I think I, I think you are. Overall, I think you are the best Magic I think in paper in tournaments, you've generally ranked higher than me. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Like in or... FNMs and stuff. Oh, man, I've missed playing in paper tournaments. Yeah, you've generally done a little better than me. Um, I would agree with Sarah. I, I do think that Sam is the... Nerdiest. Like, the... Um, <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, no, 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 actually, I don't think you are the nerdiest. Um, I That's think you're true. the best magic player in a competitive setting. Yeah. Mm. That's what I would say. I'm, I'm, yeah, because I think I'm quite, I'm, I'm very comfortable with competition as well. In that I, I don't. Yeah. I'm quite used. To, I, I, I play competitively with a lot of things. Like I play a lot of fighting games competitively, and obviously a lot of magic competitively. And mm-hmm. that is a big sort of hurdle to cross. Like when you first play competitive magic is. There is a the, the idea that there's like things on the line and, and there's a bit of pressure around it. I'm generally I think I'm quite good with that and like the pressure of yeah. like competitive yeah. magic. So yeah, yeah. So what are you, you best okay. at, Josh? Um, what am I best at? I think I am the best at no. teaching <laughs> other people to play. Um, I also think I am the best. No, at one deck thing building. is enough. One thing is enough. Um, I think. Wait, did you say you're the best at deck building as well? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Spicy take. (laughs) Why? Why? Why do you think? Why? Why do you say that? Uh, To be fair, actually, yeah, that makes the most sense. Who do you think is better at deck building? I haven't built the most decks. To be fair. Well, I don't. I don't deck build a lot. um, Yeah, I would say. I think teaching. I don't think we can really say that because you you sort of didn't let anybody else teach anyone. Yeah, because nobody else can do it. <laughs> <laughs> you, but you don't know. <laughs> but I do um, think I do think you are the best deck builder because you. Not that there's anything wrong with like taking precons and upgrading them. I think that's totally fine. But I think you've built the most like unique decks oh, from true, scratch. You've, yeah, you don't... you've also have any pre-cons, built pretty much you? all of my decks no i've, I've never me. you've never bought a pre-con a, i've never bought a pre-con ah, actually. no interesting yeah, I, i've always built my decks from scratch mm. i know a lot of cards that's ultimately what it comes down to because i was gonna say yeah. like i think i'm best with like magic lore and history but ultimately what it comes down to is i know i just know a lot of cards a lot, yeah yeah which is fair. um i have a i have a i have a very big sort of archive of magic facts in my head um <laughs> which is pretty useless almost all of the time in, in fact it works against me because frequently when i'm playing standard and i'm trying to figure out what my opponent could play i think of cards that aren't legal anymore <laughs> yeah <laughs> um and I'm, I'm never quite sure uh so yeah that's what i think i'm best at that's okay so we've got just the best Okay, so actually, Sammy, I did kind of say that you were the best player, and I think you are, mm-hmm. but that's a bit more general. In terms of, like, a skill, like, if Josh is the best deck builder, because we're not giving him yeah. teaching because we don't know. And I am I'm, the best teacher. I am <laughs> the favourite and the best at politicking. What What more, like, <laughs> specific skill do you think you're the best at? I would say I, uh, I think I find the most sort of, like, intricate plays um and kind of because you know there's a lot of intricacies when you're playing in magic 
uh, you know, there's a lot of different ways to play out your turn than uh, mm-hmm. you, like a normal person would. Well, actually, that sounds a bit. That sounds a bit. I don't like saying that. That sounds really weird. Um, <laughs> a normal person. A normal person. Would only yeah. Do it like this. I'm not I, normal. Yeah. As a better person. <laughs> <laughs> no. What I mean is like there's a a lot of different lines that you can play with Magic the Gathering, and I think I'm fairly good at picking out a bunch of different ones and evaluating them like on the spot. Mm-hmm. Um, and that I think comes from playing like on arena a lot as well when you're when you're given more of a time limit to find those plays and and watching a lot of pro players as well there's the yeah I think there's a skill around being able to find and pick out specific lines of play to make sure you get the most value out of it even if it's something really small like uh, you, you might be able to just I don't know have one creature untap this way or I don't know something like that um like, for example, in the other game, the, the game that we played on Friday, Sarah, when Maddie was figuring out her best attacks against Jaden, mm-hmm. I pointed out that her Vizier of the Tumbling Sands, whatever, I figured out that she, instead of attacking with that for one damage, she could hold it back to untap one of her attacking creatures creature, as a blocker. Yeah. yeah, And I think those kind of intricate little things um, I'm able to point out with the... Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, so that, that's what I think I'm best at. Uh, I think I'm pretty good at that too. Oh. oh god, this is just going to be like a a dick swinging contest for both of you now. <laughs> no, Sarah, it's an honest discussion <laughs> an honest about our Magic the Gathering capabilities. Just because you don't have a dick to swing, both literally and figuratively, oh, in no. this competition. I have this a is, this is delving into weird areas. Dick, thank you very much. <laughs> I'm the um, favourite person. That's better than anything else. <laughs> you've just you've just decided that for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and you probably would win the poll, but because mm. you would bribe people. Well, that's fine, because they would be happier with the thing I'd given them in the, the bribe. The numbers, that's why I'm the yeah, favourite. The numbers don't lie, Josh. <laughs> and if you would like, Josh, I can uh, make you a pie chart to show you why I'm the favourite. <laughs> pie chart wouldn't... That wouldn't make any, that wouldn't make any sense. Yeah, actually, that's... No, actually, it would in... Yeah, it would. This has you gone into a very unusual to display this particular <laughs> segment. Yes, the the pie chart is like a, a a inside joke. Josh hates pie charts. I don't <laughs> hate pie charts. Sarah just always suggests a pie chart to display any set of data, and it does not make sense. I like no, pie I suggested charts. it once, and he got really angry about it so now i obviously just yeah because it didn't it make time. sense it didn't make sense for the set like i think she was talking about something that changed over time and she was like oh i'll make a pie chart about it and like, you can't you can't have a pie chart that shows change over time that's not how pie charts work i reckon i reckon i can find out what it was that's quite funny and i i think it will be fine i think i will have been correct but i have a question which maybe we don't want to answer but what do we think we're worst at Ooh. Mm. Oh, I, I think I can answer this. Go ahead. Wait, maybe. I don't know. Wait, for me or for you? For me. I'm, I'm going to answer for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I think that I am worst at, uh, like, oh, actually, no, this is, I'm worst at pick, picking what I'm worst at. That's what I'm going to choose. Um, oh, someone else is going to have to go first. Actually, I need to think about it for a while. <laughs> Well, this is really tough for me because I'm really oh not very bad at things often. I can tell. I could tell both of you what I think you're bad at. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead go I want to hear it. Oh God! <laughs> I want to hear it too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, 
I have oh, one God. for Sam I'm, as well. I'm inclined actually. to what? agree. Okay. This is just this is just gonna th- turn into us throwing shade at each other. Yeah. I have okay. I'm Sam. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna start with Sam. Okay. Oh, this is horrible. I mean, no, my reason my thing isn't horrible, but I just feel Sam, really bad. I think I know. And I'm your face is ugly and your hair is stupid. Whoa. No, I think so. The thing that you said, one of the points you said about what you were good at, like when you said you pointed out the play yeah. for uh, Maddie. I think sometimes you do that too much and in a way that can make other people I was gonna say feel that bad well. for missing it. I think that's what I, I think that's what I do as well. I, I also in, in in a similar fashion, I tend to uh when if someone were to like misplay or something and it would directly affect me, I would be like, Why would you do that? <laughs> yeah. I would kind of guilt them into it like like say yeah, like yeah. Like say yeah. say uh, say like Lucas had a, a creature or something that was really affecting me, and then Maddie had the opportunity to kill it, but she didn't. I this isn't actually something that happened in the game, I don't think. But like in, in, in the example that it did, I would be like, no, Maddie, you have to kill this. Yeah, thing. you'd. It yes, really you heavily are, affects all of yeah, us. Yeah, you do that a lot. Where you're like, come on, that's <laughs> obviously the one you have to kill. Like, why would you not have done that? To the point where then, because like as we said, you're like the better player. I think sometimes we do go. Oh God, should I have done that? And then you literally <laughs> guilt us into doing things. I do do Man, that. Man, you lot. know you do that as well. That makes it worse. <laughs> hey, politics. Am I right? I have a different one for Sam. Can I? Oh, can, I can I jump onto this dog pile? Go ahead. I, I've already added it, it to it as well. So yeah. So <clears throat> now uh, there's a disclaimer here. Um, I think generally, gloating in magic the gathering about having good plays or or like being in a winning position is fine because uh, it adds to the banter of the table um and that's a good thing however if you are clearly winning then you shouldn't gloat about your plays because that's just uh that's just a bit it doesn't feel necessary like if you're mm-hmm. uh, and, and this is something sam does so sam yeah. you, you gloat about like having a really good play or having a really good turn or or sometimes you'll be like oh man I'm, this is going to be so sick uh and <laughs> and that's fine and that's a big part of the game because it's it I, I do think that that is part of the banter of the table but when you are clearly way 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 ahead of everyone else and you're comboing off or something then you shouldn't gloat you should just play your damn cards <laughs> I I don't know. I don't think I glow. I think I kind of like apologize. I say it apologetically. I think I'm like this is going to be a really ugh, really gross turn, kind of thing. Nah, I think if you're that far ahead, um, then you know, and, and it's fine to be that far ahead. It, like it's fine to be winning. Uh, but I think if you are, you gotta be humble in your victory and just play it out. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, fair. I I must say like I haven't noticed Sammy. I mean, I've noticed Sammy do the gloating thing, but I haven't noticed when he's been massively far ahead doing that, but maybe that's just because I haven't realised he's massively far ahead. But I do agree, that's essentially like rubbing salt in the wound. Okay, yeah. Like, if people have... But I I can't say that I've noticed you've done that, but that's most likely because I've probably not realised you're that much far ahead. And I think it's okay when it's close. Like, I think if it's a close game... Um, then it's part of the banter. But when you're yeah. really, like when you're absolutely dominating a game, I, I think it's just bad form to gloat about it. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I, I can't recall. I don't know. I don't feel like I do that. But maybe I do. 
And I don't notice. Maybe this is like, like maybe you do, but it's because that Josh can realise that you are so much further ahead. Like, I haven't maybe. noticed that, but like I say, it's probably most likely because I haven't realised that you're. No, I'm going to be so conscious about it. Or <laughs> <laughs> you're going to just sit there and say nothing. Yeah, I'm just, just going like, well, to well, play out my combo. Just, just, and just, just win. play your cards and just not say anything. Yeah. Well, this is the thing. You know, it, it's hard with magic because. One, it is not easy to always assess who's ahead in a commander game. I do feel mm. like I'm pretty good at it, and I think Sam is good at it too. However, it is always... Um, so you always underestimate yourself. Yeah. In a commander game, if you are the one who is ahead, um, you, you it's very easy to assess and think that you're further behind than you are. Mm. Um, and, and this is actually always the way in Magic um generally when you make assessments uh you tend to because you have perfect information about your hand and don't have perfect information about everybody else's you tend to assume that they have the best case scenario and you have the worst and you you tend to undervalue yourself yeah Uh, and if you're doing that if you feel like you're not particularly ahead but everybody else thinks you are that can throw your assessment off and then maybe you're you know misreading the the vibe of the table a little bit Mm. Which is, you know, that that happens. That's perfectly that's perfectly normal. Mm. Um, uh, I think, and I don't think you particularly do this at all. But I think what I am advocating against is just pub stomping, um, and 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 in particular, making it, you know, bragging, not bragging, but gloating, gloating about it. Okay. But I don't think you do that. You know, that's, this is kind of developed into an extreme case. Yeah, this is just what we don't like about certain magic players. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, what about you, Sarah? What are you worst at? Well, I would say deck build. Don't say everything, Sammy. Well, I think um, you... I, I do have one. Yeah, no, please have one. So I was going to say deck building. Um, no, I don't but, think you're bad at deck building. Well, so... You built like if you one think deck. About, yeah, but and this was an example I was going to use, and this is something that I actually said to Maddie about on Friday when um, yeah. you guys were picking the cards for Olivia. I was like, "Don't be surprised if what happens is you build the deck, you think it's great, and then you <laughs> hand it to Sammy, as I handed Ilhag to Josh, and then he took like seventy percent of the cards out of it." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, that was quite entertaining. Yeah. Well, I what I was going to say for you, Sarah, was like. I think this has just evolved into habits that we have that we don't like. Um, oh God, it's just going to be when you turn up. It's when, there, no, no, it's, just the it's when, so as a joke, Sarah, you tend to cheat. As a joke, you're like, say like, if we have like a kill spell or something, you'll jokingly hide your card under your arm or something. Yep. And then you'll actually go through with it is the only thing. It's not yeah. my fault that yeah. people can't see it. Sarah will blatantly <laughs> pretend to cheat to cover up the fact that she's actually, actually cheating. cheating. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not my fault if you guys don't pick up on it. <laughs> so that's that's my magic pet peeve. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I the, have, the thing you know that at the game is that you cheat. They cheat. <laughs> I have actually. I have tried to stop doing that now because yeah. I did notice that. Um, one of the the little brothers, as we refer to them, mm-hmm. um, started doing it. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, it's not actually. And I'm sure you can guess which one. Yeah. Um, 
And I was like, oh, actually, yeah, that's probably not... <laughs> not a good influence. probably not okay. I don't, I don't want to, like, pass that on. Don't want to be that yeah, the you, magic skill that they learn from me is how to cheat. You haven't... Yeah, you haven't done it recently. Well, I can't recall that you've done, been doing it recently, but... No, I have I have actually stopped doing it, yeah, but I so, did do it all that, the time. That's, that's one I, thing I did recall, yeah. And I do maintain when I was doing it that, you know, it is your guys' fault for not checking under my arm. <laughs> you should know what's that's on ridic- my board. <laughs> that's ridiculous. <laughs> Okay, oh, then, guys, so take all the time that you need. I know this is a oh, tough question God. to answer. Uh, but is it, is like, is it just, can we say just being, like, really annoying? Or does it need to be, like, can we say that? I, I think or you got to need... be a bit more. Well, okay, Josh, the, I think one thing you tend to do, and I think this is just general deck building yourself, is <laughs> yeah. is you play a lot of like single turn blowout decks yes like, yeah. I knew this was coming yeah, this, yeah. you knew it was coming your, a lot of your decks will blow out like even Eldrazi your, I think that Eldrazi was one of your first commander decks oh no Pirates was Pirates was your first commander deck and then Eldrazi was like your your first sort of good one right then he kind of ouch so you built Pirates but then you built an actual good one that's called Eldrazi one, yeah. so your Eldrazi deck does it, it did play one huge turn of combo like comboing out all of your Eldrazi at one turn and then it would you would just be so far ahead like the, the decks that you play I think don't win the game <laughs> they they win the game by it, it's like a, you're like a Teferi avatar player basically <laughs> <laughs> you win by your opponents conceding yeah but I think that this is <laughs> that is the way I like to play I think yeah. in the early days it was in response to our playgroup yeah because i think that in the early days um like the very early days uh as in like when it was just like us three i don't really i I don't know uh but so okay when sarah was super early if she wasn't sure what to do she would attack me because (laughs) um because i was the player she was most comfortable with at the table and, and she like in games where she didn't really know anyone but me if she wasn't sure what to do she would just <laughs> basically just fight one-on-one with me That's and funny. in some of the early days i would feel like i was i was battling three one-on-one yeah fights actually i'm i'm surprised once. you didn't bring this up as as my thing in that i get whenever we play against new people i get them to all attack you <laughs> well you, that's what yeah yeah you do i'm surprised Um, you didn't bring that up as my worst thing and well that's part of your best thing it's you being crafty and that's true yeah (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but i guess that's not really against the rules politics Um, but i think i think that um what that made me have to do was i had to really obviously be flying under the radar I, i had to really obviously be not winning until, until my deck won. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, because if I was at the table and could be the person that's winning, everybody would just hate me off the table. And not because, uh, hopefully, not because they dislike me and want me out the game, but because <laughs> I was the player that they were most comfortable with. with and they Wait, so I, perhaps are you yeah, saying? Yeah, they... Are you saying that your worst thing is my fault? Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm he literally my, my he manages to remove actually... responsibility even in something like this. You oh manage to make it my fault. <laughs> I am like I would I'm, I would clap, but I thought like that'd be annoying for the podcast. But this is this is very impressive. Well done. Mm-hmm. You this are is, welcome. This is 
Yeah. <laughs> this is a new level, and I'm I'm actually genuinely very impressed. But even now, you just said that you when we play new people, you always try to get them to attack me. Um, <laughs> And this this still happens Funny. now. If if yeah, if if I'm in a game with people, Sarah will always try to get them to take me out. So I have to obviously not be the threat until I win. Otherwise, I will just get like yeah. if they even remotely have a reason to agree with Sarah, she will press it so that I get knocked out early. So I yeah, have to cause... play it cool and then storm off. Otherwise, but it's because I, just... I have the perfect combination because the reason i do it now because i'm over being like not being sure what to do so attacking you or being a bit nervous in front of other people the reason i do it now is because everybody still thinks i'm that person or she's probably not very good at magic blah mm. blah blah blah. so if i can get you out of the way that knows that i actually could be a threat no one's looking at my board and then bam i win <laughs> politics I think you're a threat i am a threat I beat you many times <laughs> thank you very much <laughs> Okay, well, this has been an enlightening and <laughs> yeah, a little bit abrasive conversation. <laughs> it's gone on for yeah, a while, I, did, I, think... well, I did think when I said worse, I thought it would go like this, and yeah, I'm glad it did. Cool. Yeah, it, this uh, is I a think, spicy one. I think we should wrap it up there. We're yeah. probably approaching time. Um, but... If you're listening at home, tweet us at ChatterstormPod what you think you are the best and worst at when it comes to magic. Uh, we'd be interested to hear them. You've heard some of ours. We've aired our dirty laundry. <laughs> so we would love to hear back from you. So again, that's at ChatterstormPod. Uh, thank you for listening and we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye. Oh, there's another cat on my balcony. <gasps> another oh. cat? A, like a different one. There's some there's there's some treats on on the balcony over here. You can Aww. you can have them. Take a picture. Oh, I want to see. I want to see. Well, how do you want me to show you guys? Take a picture. <laughs> take a picture. <laughs> Invade the cat's yeah, privacy. Do it now.